Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. This is perhaps one of the most important aspects of becoming better at trading. And this gets into some other subjects as well. So let's just kind of talk about this. So the first thing you want to ask yourself when you do a trade debrief, and for those of you who don't know, trade debrief is basically a trade review of what happened. You want to review all trades, whether they win or whether they lose. And you want to ask yourself, how did I perform in relation to my trading plan? Did I do what I said I was going to do? Realize that the question, did I do what I said I was going to do, is perhaps the most important thing that you can do when you're trading. And this is because when you don't do what you said you were going to do, you break integrity with yourself, meaning to your unconscious mind, right? So we have the conscious part of our mind, your unconscious part of your mind. To your unconscious, when you break integrity with yourself, it means I can't trust myself. And when you can't trust yourself, especially as it, as it relates to risk, your unconscious will justifiably create feelings of uncertainty, anxiety, and fear, right? This has nothing to do with losing a trade or the loss from a trade. And a lot of people's anxiety and fear doesn't revolve around losing the trade it actually revolves around the fact they don't trust themselves to do what they say they're going to do and not experience a very large risk that they weren't necessarily planning to do, okay? So when that happens, when you feel uncertain, when you feel anxious and fearful, what's the result of that? Well, you make decisions out of desperation. Basically, you go on a quest, okay? So you feel this anxiousness and this uncertainty and this fearfulness and your body wants to get rid of that. Wants to get rid of that anxiousness. How does it do it? Well, it does it with certainty. So you go on a quest for trades and indicators that are certain to win. You seek out things such as form-fitted back tests, right? Or proof that, that someone else had good past results. And then you proceed to use that evidence or, or you use it as evidence to be certain that you're going to win in the future, either by non-subjectively following these rules that were form-fitted in the past, or by following someone else's trades by some sort of a trade alert or some such thing, right? This is why we have the impulse to do that, because we're creating this fantasy that you can be certain you're going to win in the future based off of these things, which is completely not true, right? But we do it for the purpose of relieving fear and anxiety created through the lack of, created by lack of trust in yourself never realizing that even if you found this magical strategy that wins all the time, you're not going to follow the trade, the rules of the trade alerts anyway, because the root cause of your problem, the problem that got you there in the first place, the problem for the fear and uncertainty is what? It's the problem you're not doing what you said you're going to do. Meaning regardless of how wonderful these rules are, regardless of how wonderful a trader you happen to be following, you're not going to get the same results because when the pressure turns on, you're not going to follow them anyway. I've seen this happen time and time again with, uh, with people. And I think we can all agree, right, that the decisions we make under conditions of, des of desperation, they're generally poor decisions. And I think we could also agree that if traders continually, to make poor, continually make poor decisions, what happens? 
they lose money. Another interesting thought revolving around following plans is that most traders, even if they have a plan and they tell themselves they're going to follow it and they try to follow it, they never actually check back to verify that they actually follow the plan, especially if they won the trade. Right? Most traders, if they lose a trade, a lot of times they might go back and evaluate some things. But if they win the trade, oh my goodness, I must have done everything right. And, and they don't bother to go back to evaluate it. What'll happen is they'll, but what'll actually happen during most trades, and you'll see this a lot when you actually do trade debriefs, is they'll trade the trade and they'll violate the rules multiple times. And when the trade is over, they forget they violated the rules and they make a judgment on the plan or the trade solely based on a result. And they'll use that misinformation to make future decisions about the trade plan or the trade uh, or whatever, which is ridiculous when you think about it. It's ridiculous on multiple levels. Now, I have an example of this. And one of the more extreme examples that I had, we had a, a, a student who uh, decided he wanted to trade the rhino trade, which is fine. But you know, he traded that trade and he got himself into, he was trading small. Right, because he's in the test phase, right? Test scale up, lose, scale down, right? That's the typical phase of a trader, which is bad, by the way. So, but he's in the test phase of the strategy and he's trading the strategy and he gets in this situation where the trade's near maximum loss and the market's gone down a whole bunch and it looks really bad, right? So, what does he do? He doesn't follow the rules, he doesn't want to lose the trade. He ends up cranking up his position size and taking on more downside risk. Well, again, subjectively, that's fine if, you, if, if, you, if that's the way you want to trade. But what ended up happening is the market bounced. The trade came out of drawdown, ended up winning a large amount of money. And again, which is fine. What wasn't fine was he didn't ask himself the question, is did I follow my plan? Because he kind of forgot about all that stuff that happened. And the result of that was him going out and going over the internet and telling everybody how wonderful, absolutely wonderful the rhino trade is, when the reality is the result that he had had absolutely nothing to do with the rhino trade. But to him, that's reality, right? He, that's, that's reality. So what's he do? He gets a huge amount, a huge confidence boost from the result. Next thing you know, he's trying the next trade is multiple times bigger, which would happen to also be a winner. It was an easy trade, which often happens after hard trades. And then the following trade, he increased size even more. And wouldn't you know it, the same situation comes into play. Only now he's, I don't know, he's probably 10, 15, 20 times the size he was two months ago. Right? So the same situation comes into play. Well, he breaks plan again, takes on increases position size, takes on more downside risk. Well, this time the opposite thing happens. Gets a big down move. Well, now the pain eventually gets so, so bad, right? And you know, the other thing is confidence level is so high that he doesn't even want to get out at max loss. So he even pulls, you know, even pushes that number. But the trade, the market just keeps going the wrong direction. So at some point you get so much pain, you exit the trade. You, your fallout happens, you look at your account, you've lost three years worth of income from trading on this one trade, and now the rhino trade sucks. Worst trade ever. I can't understand how anybody would trade that. Again, didn't go back and ask the question, <laughs> did I follow my plan? 
Now, the reality is, if you follow the rules, I don't know if we would have won or lost in the first trade, but the loss would have been reasonable and the win probably would have been small if he was in trouble, right? Trades recover, it gets back to break even, you're doing pretty good. The second trade, the same thing. You, you might have had a win, you might have had a loss, but it would have been normal losses associated or normal wins associated with that particular strategy. But because he wasn't asking this question, and he wasn't fully aware that, hey, I broke the rules. That's the only reason this thing made money. He decided, you know, all his faith goes in the strategy. And you get that he gets that confidence, that false confidence boost that, hey, this is going to work out future. Hey, this thing's invincible, right? And then, you know, you run into that whole bad situation. So the number one thing to do before you make an evaluation of the plan is to make sure you actually follow the plan. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our Trading Performance and Pro Memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.